0: I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Jamie.
0: We'd like to welcome you to our podcast called You You Said Said I Do, where we're talking about marriage. For better or for worse. Why? Statistics show 41% of marriages fail. So why not? Who is this podcast for? You. Welcome back to You Said I Do, Jesus Jamie.
1: Well, you're just telling everybody my nickname? Christ, Chris.
0: Yeah, yes, I am. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, we want to share a, a little funny with you uh, about our little nicknames for each other. And maybe you have some some pet names. Can can we say that on on air or not? That uh, I'm sure there's stories behind that. But for us, um, and this just shows growth, I think, in our in our relationship and our marriage. So, once upon a time, uh, you know, and I'm st- we're still have work to do. Obviously, we're not both secure connectors yet, but we're we're working <laughs> right. towards that. So. But I used to refer to Jamie a lot of times when uh, I'd get the look. Many of you guys know what I'm talking about from your wives when you're about to do something or you've said whatever the case may be. Uh, you get this you know, response from your wife. and I'd, I'd call her Jesus. All right, Jesus, Jamie. And it used to be kind of a jab. And then mm-hmm. she started referring to me as
1: Christ, Chris. Yeah,
0: Christ, Chris, and so it wasn't really a term of endearment. It was, uh, you know, meant with sarcasm, right? And and sarcasm within a relationship is not good. It's like a corrosive acid, um, and if you're left unchecked, um,
1: especially for those who don't get sarcasm like yourself, you're yeah, not, you're not. A, a too lot of great. times,
0: no, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I just I don't know why sarcasm just doesn't. It just flies over my head. I don't know. Um. I don't pick up on those things a lot of times, but it's like a cancer and left unchecked can really do a lot of damage and hurt within a marriage. But we're proud and happy to say we've moved beyond that. And so actually it's it's a term, term of endearment. So when I refer to Jamie now as, Alright, Jesus, Jamie, um, I truly do see Christ-like qualities in, in her. I see the fruits of the Spirit, the, the love, joy, peace, her patience, her kindness, her gentleness, her self-control. I see a lot of those qualities of Christ in her, and so, I think the same holds true. I
1: I, I agree. I would say I've seen <laughs> so much growth in you as well. I'm glad you agree <laughs> that it's mutual,
0: um, not just one well, way here. But you
1: know. well, I mean, for you, I see that all of that in you. I don't yes. know if that's what you're getting at. Yes, okay. I, I am, and, right.
0: I, and I I appreciate that very much. Um, but so, guys, w- we welcome you to the podcast today, episode number three. Um, we really didn't title it, but we're we're moving on from the six love styles that we talked about. In episode two. Right. so if
1: they didn't listen to episode two, they need to go back and listen to that or they won't get anything out of this one. They'll be like
0: confused. Absolutely. You have to have the foundation. And really, I hope that you've all taken the quiz because there's a quiz on the website, howwelove.com. And that's where you're going to find out about those love styles. So- What was that website? Howwelove.com. Oh my, (laughs) this is getting too cheesy. Uh, But anyway, guys, yeah, you have to take the quiz. And then identify your love style because your love style um, forms this framework or blueprint, and that all comes from your childhood and upbringing. Um, and so we won't go. So into we can art. blame our parents for everything that's wrong with us. <laughs> yes, we can. We can point the finger right at our. <laughs> and parents. And they can
1: blame their parents for everything. So
0: gen- they- what? What is that called? What's scripture refer to those things? Generational. Generational. Iniquities. Iniquities. Yeah. So the word iniquity is something like in your bloodline and and whatnot. And so you, yes, we can change. We can be delivered from things. And and uh, that's a whole nother topic of discussion. Yes. So um, let's stay
1: on topic. We we tend to get off
0: topic. You do. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, Jamie. <laughs> so hey, this is live action right here. You guys are getting it raw. So those love styles. I'm gonna I'm gonna review those very quickly for us. There's six of them. So there's the avoider. There's the pleaser. There's the vacillator. There's, There's con- the
1: controller,
0: the uh, victim. And she's eating the mic. Yeah, that's and
1: you. The, the secure, secure connector.
0: connector. <laughs> hey guys, so the good news is, um, I know that we see elements. In Jamie well, if I Ingalls. don't try to
1: talk, you will always steal. You'll steal it all.
0: Steal the show. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, I can give you a little piece of the slice of the pie or something. Okay. Uh, all right. So we're all shooting and striving to be the secure connector, and the good news is we can make it there. Any individual can make it there if they choose to. And within a marriage, it's a covenant relationship. It is a choice. Um, So tapping out early has just never been an option for Jamie and I. I think God has blessed us with a... um, Stubborn. Yeah. A a level of stubbornness, if that's a good thing. I I think in our case... It's been good. It's been good. Um, Because many times we've wanted to tap out and call the divorce turning, all these sort of things. And I'm not... You know, I think you guys sense my heart. I'm not bagging on anybody else that maybe has gone through a divorce. I want to be very sensitive to that. Um, But there definitely is restoration and healing and and moving forward, not being defined by the things in your past. So that's the good news with these love styles. You can take this quiz on HowWeLove.com. You can identify what your love style is. And then we're going to give you some of these tools um, in future episodes on how to move towards that secure connector. But today we're going to move from the love styles and we're going to talk about core patterns. So what happens when two different love styles say, I, I do. do. We didn't even plan that, but <laughs> it's just a look and it came out and it worked. Uh, so when those two different love styles come together and start a marriage, a lot of times, sparks. There's resistance there. Not You're,
1: positive sparks, but yeah, but,
0: but a lot of negative stuff. Putting and on breaks,
1: sparks. <laughs> how do you
0: fix that? How do you get through that? How do you wage through those things? Um, so anyway, these are these are tools and practical things. But let's talk about some of those um, when sample core patterns when those two different love styles come together in a marriage. So the first or one we're going to talk about us
1: for an example. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll go with an avoider and a pleaser. So, here let's break this down for you real quick, guys. Jamie, what what are your two primary love styles?
1: My f- first is a pleaser and right up there next to it, like came in very close second was avoider. So, I'm a pleaser avoider. And you are?
0: I am just flip-flopped from that. So, I I am an avoider first and a very close second for me is a pleaser. So, definitely we we see or have seen a lot of these patterns throughout our marriage and you know it's difficult guys because we we actually did a retake on this um you know because it brings up some negative emotions and feelings um talking about you know the highs and lows in your marriage and and sort of those things but if you don't deal with those things um it just let, it's unresolved issues that are only going to resurface. So you have to be uh, willing to go into some safe conversations. And this will be in future podcasts. Um, as we're learning and growing more as well, but how to have those safe conversations. Um, but let's talk about that avoider and that pleaser real quick. So a review for you guys or those that have not taken the love style quiz to, to which they identify need yours. to, they
1: need to go back.
0: <laughs> yes. So an avoider wants to avoid the messy emotions of conflict. That's definitely me. I do not like talking about feelings. didn't. Let's
1: say these in the past because you are so different today than you were. I'm
0: sappy and I want to cry when I watch whatever. (laughs) So uh, they often grew up in a home where emotions were dismissed. They they don't place a lot of stock in feelings. Uh, The avoider doesn't understand the concept of being comforted. Uh, Prefers space and autonomy. So autonomy is that word. It's a condition of self-government. Hey, I'm good by myself. I don't need anything or anybody else. Uh, they're highly task oriented. They dismiss feelings and emotions in themselves and others, and they're going to avoid conflict that they think that's going to get emotional. So, next is the pleaser. Jamie, you want to highlight the pleaser for us? Yes. Real quick.
1: Often grew up in a home with a parent who is overly protective, avoidant, a perfectionist, or perfectionistic. Actually, angry and or critical.
0: Man, I can see our our listeners nodding their heads right now because this is this is pinpointing some something. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely
1: often learned their caretaking role in childhood and their goal is to be nice and take care of others rather than taking care of themselves. Monitor the moods around them. They try to be good to avoid troubling their highly reactive parent. Avoid conflict because they are anxious about rejection and criticism. They dread emotional distance from their spouse. Can become resentful, which over time can dangerously motivate a pleaser to leave. And they will attempt to fix conflict indirectly by doing something nice for you.
0: Ah, so they hide it. It's it's a sneaky little thing to cover up, right? Right. That's what it is. Oh, I got you pinpointed now, Jamie. Yeah. That's the pleaser. So, all right, guys. So when these two love styles come together, it develops a core pattern. Now, pattern is something, it's a cycle that repeats itself over and over and over. So if if not left or if left unchecked, uh, you're never going to grow beyond that. And so we're shooting for this secure connector thing. So here's what that looks like, guys. The pleaser is hypervillagent and about disapproval and rejection. So the voider, they're annoyed at the pleaser's need for approval and reassurance. The avoider's response to that is to make the pleaser feel rejected. So the avoider distances themselves even further. The pleaser feels threatened by the relational distance. So they keep trying to capture the voider's attention by what? doing nice things for them, right? Mm-hmm. And then the avoider wants the pleaser to just grow up and start being independent like he or she is. Right. So that's a sample core pattern, guys, of when you put an avoider and a pleaser together and you can even flip-flop that in our circumstance because we're just vice right. versa with each other and so close. So many of you, when you take that quiz on love styles, you're going to find that you're you're pretty high on really two areas out of those five or six love styles. Well, let's move on real quick. Let's talk about a different one. How about a, a, a sample core pattern of this? Will be an interesting one. I I liked that vacillator because it's almost just, it, it reminds me of the word volatile, and that right. really kind of pinpoints a vacillator and that maybe that love style. And
1: vacillator was a new word to me. I'd never heard.
0: That, right, right. That word. It, it's so kind of it was- well. Let's talk about. I'll highlight that real quick though. So the, the vacillator longs for connection uh, and and pursuing, but then this rejection all at the same bundle of mass. Um, as kids, vacillators experienced inconsistent connection and not enough to satisf- satisfy them. They're overly sensitive in a lot of the cases. They're idealistic, meaning everything should be perfect um, or in every circumstance should be perfect. And they expect everybody else to meet that mm-hmm. perfect expectation because they strive for it themselves. Uh, they look looking for consistent connection that they missed as kids. They often end up angry and disappointed when their high expectations don't materialize. Uh, they protest, complain. They're passive aggressive a lot of times in nature. So that's that vacillator. So when you put a vacillator and an avoider together, uh, Jim, you want to go over what that looks like for us as a core sample pattern. Uh-huh. Vacillators
1: tension builds due to I I can't even say idealization. That. Idealization. When you're on air, it's like you can't think of how to right. Say <laughs> Often address problems with complaints rather than requests. The vacillator vents and likely assumes partner's motives are to hurt intentionally. Avoider is stunned and minimizes the issue. Feels the vacillator is too emotional. Vacillator is hurt, feels dismissed and misunderstood. They may escalate in their emotion because they feel hurt. So then the avoider is overwhelmed with the vacillator's emotion because
0: yeah they don't do they don't with deal with emotions.
1: With emotions. Feels vacillator overreacts, doesn't realize he or she underreacts. So then the vacillator feels abandoned, grows disgust and contempt for the partner. The avoider reacts by shutting down, retreating, or getting busy with tasks. Oh, yes. The vacillator reflects and assigns motives to avoider's actions. May also feel shame and unlovable. The avoider waits it out until the vacillator re-engages and everyone acts like nothing's happened. And then the cycle repeats I'm just, la- I'm,
0: la- I'm literally laughing inside. It's just like, wow. And I know some of you that are listening, you're nodding your heads thinking of probably. Uh, if
1: it's not yourself, you're thinking of somebody I mean, else yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: just what happened here. I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, that is, and I'm not going to name names, but I'm like, that's so-and-so <laughs> like, you know, friends or family members. I'm like wow, this is like really the light bulb just flipped on. And so I hope that you guys are recognizing some of these patterns in yourselves and in others. And that's why we want to ask you with this podcast to, this is a ministry, and we really want to see marriages grow from where Jamie and I, have read been. these, yeah, yeah, and have been and and through it. Still, some of these things, I mean, they're so much a part of our lives growing up that some of these patterns will resurface when pressure and stress right. is applied. But we've learned tools and techniques and and learned to read one another. And it's like, whoa, let's really identify what this is. You know, it's John 10 and 10. It's, it's the enemy. Mm-hmm. That's Yeah, Six, the enemy seeks to, to kill, kill, devour, stem. and destroy. But Christ came so that we can have life and what have, have it, more. it more
1: abundantly
0: absolutely so you can look at your own lives marriages and say you know maybe you're in the thick of it right now and and you're ready to to tap out and hit that divorce bell or ding 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 um you know we just want to encourage you don't do that guys hang in there you you took a covenant and if you're not experiencing life more abundantly right now in your marriage then identify it it's who is it well, it's coming from the enemy, straight from the enemy, and that's his goal is to destroy the the fabric and the family the unit. Absolutely. So, guys, that's what we're here. That's uh, for. That's what we're about is to uh, spread the good word, give you tools and techniques and things that we can that we've learned and that we're still learning uh, to share with you and move through that. So,
1: well, I, I just wanted to add yeah, in that ahead. there's twenty five different variations on this howwelove.com website of the different.
0: Oh yes. Combinations, combinations of these four patterns. So these were just two very quickly, guys. You can go to the website, howwelove.com. It's totally free. Take the love style quiz. Again, identify your love style first. And then secondly, then you can do this mix and match. Kind of like the little game called memory. When I was a little kid, I used to play mm-hmm. a game. You match, you match the mama with the baby, whatever, you know? Right. And, and that's kind of what the little thing is there on the website. It's kind of fun actually to just flip through that and names are going to pop in your head and, and be on your heart. So... Um, guys, we want to share a couple of things with you here real quick. If you'd like to reach out to us, leave, give us some feedback, please. We'd love to hear your comments and feedback. Here's something that's pretty cool. We actually had two couples. Two, One couple came to us personally, reached out to us, and then we had another uh, couple's names given to us um, that we could reach out and start uh, just connecting with them and ministering to them. And you don't know how much of an encouragement that that truly is for us, that we're heading in the right direction. We're doing what God has called us to do. And so we want to hear from you. So Jamie, tell them how they can reach us right now.
1: They can reach us at our, right now we have an email and it's you said, I do, which is the letter U said, I do at gmail.com. Again, that's U S A I D. I D-O at gmail.com.
0: That was very specific. I'll you know And it's the letter U. It's not Y-O-U guys.
1: That's why and I spelled it out.
0: I know Jesus Jamie. <laughs> so what's the second way that they can reach out to us? Like maybe personally. We have
1: a we have a
0: Chris and Jamie Union Chris Facebook and page.
1: Jamie beard Facebook page.
0: So you can stay tuned to the next episode. Yes. Share it with your friends, guys. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from your friends, from your family. Uh, Send us your stories. We want to hear the feedback of what's going on out there. Until next time, you You said said I I do. do.